to another edition of digital music education series dme series for short you live on junila.net and youtube.com slash junila online we're on facebook junila.net instagram and twitter is junila.net please kindly listen subscribe share like and leave your comments below junila is here we're talking music streaming and free downloads yes yeah. What's the difference between music streaming and free downloads? It sounds like COVID-19 and COVID-20. Oh my God, is that coming? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, music streaming, basically, you know, enjoying music online, I mean on YouTube or any audio streaming platform, mm-hmm. uh, without necessarily downloading the file. That's what we call streaming. Yeah, okay. And... Uh, Free downloads is basically you not paying for the file, but downloading it. Downloading it. Okay. And you get it in a wave form, MP3 form, and any other format. Yeah. So basically, that is it. Okay. Mm. Okay. Because streaming can either be paid or free. Okay. You get it. When you are watching video on YouTube, you are streaming it. Are you? Paying? Whether whether the channel is monetized or it's not monetized it's still streaming so okay. streaming basically means the process of you enjoying you know the, the any content, content online, online without download. downloading the file to your phone okay. or to a third party phone yeah. uh-huh. it's what we call like streaming yeah. okay okay so does free downloads mm-hmm. really exist free downloads does not exist oh mm. really yes let me explain that's why we are here yeah. so free downloads it's not free because without data from your network oh, operator okay. you can't even open a web page you can't even open an app to download anything yeah that is it yeah you get it okay so far as there's somebody giving you a data so far as your network um, operator, it could be Zane, it could be uh, Etisalat, it could be MTN, Vodafone, Airtel, Tigo, any, any network. Any network okay. in Africa gives you data for you to enjoy that content online. And it's not free. Well, you get it because you are paying for it. Yeah. But the free we always talk about here in this angle. So, on the platform right on the music streaming platform there is something we call payment method on yeah. these songs yeah. and you're supposed to fulfill that payment method before you be able to stream or stream yeah. for instance i'm able to download music from apple music because i pay for it monthly yeah you understand and even when i download it doesn't come to my phone it goes to the player Apple Music Player. Yeah. Even yeah. though I know there is a third-party app that can enable me to extract the file to my computer and send to somebody else, but I'm not doing that. Okay. Because we are not encouraging that culture of illegally selling files to people. That's why on Johnnyla.net we've stopped free downloads. I'm sure when people go on a platform now, all you see is, is the stream, the, the the stream, stream link from either Apple Music, YouTube, or Dumaco. But we also have a free download which is based on request. If you request that, you want us to embed your file for people to download 
to their third party app either being a phone or whatever yes that one is based on request because we don't want anybody to hold us responsible okay. and more importantly it's something it's a culture we are building mm. you get it yeah. so we have to encourage people doing the right thing so if there's a payment method that allows you to pay before you enjoy that is what we are encouraging and that is what we are now terming as streaming okay. because at the end of the day even though your network um, company is also billing you for streaming mm -hmm. the artist is also going to benefit yeah from so your downloads like putting money in the pockets of, of an artist okay you get it uh -huh. that is it but there are also um apps that allow you to stream and mm -hmm. still download like a boom play yes you can pay stream and then you can still download yes it comes to the boom play app yes yes so far as it doesn't come to a third party platform it's still it's still legal download but, but sometimes mm -hmm. on boomplay if you pay yeah. for the premium you can download to your phone to your phone yeah. okay because you paid for premium okay. so it means that you are paying to assess the file on your phone yeah which i feel boomplay should also consider again i know yes but we have to like really consider it i'm sure that's why the, the amount they put there for you to pay is quite high wow. yeah because i want us to just have a centralized platform where you can just go and consume music and go on with because we have to avoid we have to stop people from like sharing mp3 files it really helps songs to move and but trend. it doesn't really help bring the artists the pockets yes of the artists. yes so that's what we need to let's encourage the culture of paying for legal downloads and streaming okay. you get it and the download is in such a way that so far as you, you pay for it it stays in the app for you to enjoy anytime yeah okay so talking about legal downloads at what point does music download become illegal good so music download becomes illegal when you don't have consent of the artist or the content owner and you download it to your phone your computer it becomes illegal for instance when let's say somebody put a song out on YouTube the purpose is for you to stream because his channel is monetized and that gives him the money but when you illegally use a third party platform to download the song in mp3 or mp4, MP4 format it is illegal download okay the telcos benefits that money does not come to the artist it yeah. goes to your network provider not yeah. the artist yeah but when you watch on youtube mm -hmm. the artist makes their money from the clicks and all those things and then the telcos also make their money they also make their money so that's it in but both ways yes in both in both ways that's why I feel there should be a roundtable discussion with the telcos because they have to know that they make money when people spend time on YouTube watching content. Yeah. So there should be a percentage apportioned to these people. Oh, yeah, yeah. You understand? I think other countries have such systems together where telcos pay. I know telcos over the period tried to create a platform for music to be enjoyed. I know of MTN Play, uh, Tigo some time ago brought these are they even had Tigo Play and all this. Yeah. Okay, yes, but I feel they, they lost the business strategy and it's still not an, an active platform. Even though the people are still going there to stream, but these monies are not coming to the artists. 
so we should have a roundtable discussion where you stream a Sarkodie song and Sarkodie takes a percentage because I know very well that these people know what we use with our data. Yeah. They know. You, you get it. They know you are streaming on AudioMag. They know you are streaming. You are on Janila.net. They know you are on this. You are on this platform. They know because they have a back end that has that feature. Enable them to know that, okay, this, this, this. So you can call them back and say, oh, and I just bought 50,000 Ghana series of data and like I exhausted it within two minutes. And they'll tell you for the whole past, for the whole 15 minutes, you were on Pornhub. Oh, that's. You get it. So, yeah, it happens. Like, you get it. Maybe out of excitement you don't know you are exhausting your data so that's it you are collecting your eye <laughs> okay don't so can we have proper music streaming platforms especially in africa that is one thing we at johnila.net we are really campaigning for mm. we want to have a centralized app where an artist will release a song okay upload it onto the platform let's people in charge of the platform confirm the sound quality the message and everything approve it into the system people stream they make uh, people stream at the end of the month you send them a report that, okay the song you submitted you got this amount we are sending you this as your your percentage yeah that is what we want to have because the stretches we have in like the music rights organizations we have in africa majority are not really functioning yeah well yes you get it so let's have that centralized app where you can just sit at home record your music send it for somebody to confirm there's various standard they will set okay if they are okay the system should even be automated sound quality should be automated yeah. they should have a certain sound range yeah lyrics should be automated mm-hmm. everything should be automated so when it passes through all these levels then people can now start enjoying yeah you make your money it shows on the dashboard at the end of the day they send it through through any of these telco money transfer platforms mm-hmm. or your bank you are good to go okay because it's so much dependent on on these foreign platforms it's not really helping because not everybody have access to visa card mastercard and all these mm-hmm. ones you get it yeah. you see all the parties involved should sit down telcos artist managers content owners you know music consumers we should sit down and say okay this is what we want to do mm. and it will help africa to help every country we have on this continent yeah that's laudable thank you so much for listening here um digital music education series uh, live on junila.net and youtube.com slash junila online my name is a Mimi. a very big thank you to junila and to you too for always listening please Click the subscribe button and hit the bell just beside it and get more of our updates. Welcome to Digital Music Education Series, DME Series for short. My name is Ahuifa Mimi Jonila is here and we're live on junila.net and youtube.com slash junila online. And this COVID-19 season, please make sure you wash your hands as many times as you can during this sure. lockdown sure. and try being creative mm. during this exactly. home house-based thing. Mm. And don't yeah. forget to also socially distance yourself like we are doing here. Yeah. There's some level of distance among that's not a regular sitting position but yeah for the sake of working from home yes while working from home yeah working from home yeah yeah 
So we're talking about what should artists consider when selecting a manager? Mm. And this is a very sensitive topic for me personally. Tonila, I'm asking, who is an artist manager on a reel? An artist manager is his administrator. It means that on a business front, that individual who coordinates the artist's personal activities, okay. that person who coordinates the artist's business front, uh, from production to marketing to promotion, whatever, whatever. So that individual who puts all these things together for the artist to be on the run is what we call a manager. Okay, so that is a manager. What exactly mm. do these managers do aside putting all of these things together for the artist? Um, yes, before we even talk about the professional level, I feel every manager should have a certain quality like being a manager beside maybe studying it somewhere it's a calling oh. it's a spiritual business because you can never and ever work with an individual you are not connected with well that's true you get the point yeah. so you first need to understand that person mm-hmm. on a personal level there are times where you call your artist, you want to discuss something with him and you get the mood and quickly have to change the subject. Okay, let me call you in 10 minutes time or let me call you an hour. Okay, let's do this some other time. You need to know, you need to know the person's temperament, psychological buildup. You need to know all these things before you can manage. And personally, you should be able to manage yourself. If you're not time conscious, there's no way you can manage anybody's time. Am I saying something? I am time conscious. No, am I saying something? I'm time conscious. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to be personal here. If if you cannot manage certain things on a personal level, there's no way you can manage somebody else as well. Yeah, that's true. You understand? So this is the other side of it that we really need to consider before going to the the, you know the other stuff. Uh So if that artist manager can learn other things like for instance it sounds very funny but if an artist manager cannot iron cannot polish cannot clean (laughs) yes and i'm talking about the concept of the concept that we use here in africa okay the artist manager should be able to do certain things on a real an artist manager should understand sound sound like sure you you should understand craft art Mm -hmm. You should, to a certain extent, you should be able to use camera or phone. You should be able to edit because you get to a certain point where you need to meet a certain deadline. Yeah, and, people and you have people going to disappoint you sure. over and over. Yeah. So you have to be able to do some of these things. You get it? Yeah. You should be able to manage crisis. When there are no fans, your investors are failing, your booking agencies are disappointing you, event organizers are failing you. How do you build your artists not to give back negative energy? There are a lot of artist managers that have disappointed themselves because they follow their artists too much. When I say follow, they take everything their artists say and work with it. They've never been bold enough to tell their artists that okay, this is wrong, this is right. They see 
following the artist to every place as management no you should have a, say. a plan okay. the direction you want to take the artist to if there is an artist manager managing an artist and people have not feel the difference after two years i don't think that person is really working mm. not just putting songs out there and the song is buzzing no yeah. we are not talking about that one because you everybody can record a hit song but to get a brand working as strategic and that one solely relies on the efforts of the artist manager okay you get it on the artist manager yes okay. so basically that is it so i know that things are changing yes. as the years go by so what has actually changed over the years pertaining to artist management yeah, what has actually changed is the workload on artist managers okay because we are no more using the record label structure where we have like business manager road manager and all this mm -hmm. this time around the same artist manager is the same business manager yeah they are the, he's the same person or he or she is the same person that event organizers call the media calls and everybody calls mm -hmm. so his workload has increased and to some extent you even see artists playing roles that maybe another professional should be playing yeah. you get it like these days we have artists themselves doing mastering mixing that shouldn't be their job but because technology is increasing prices are increasing everything you have to learn something extra you get it so the workload on artist managers is like rising almost every day so it means that artist managers are so much under pressure and they are underperforming oh yes some artist managers are underperforming because you have to do this 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 but you can only perform very well if you are able to have a plan like six months plan three months plan and say this is what i want to achieve as an artist manager okay. this is what i want my artist to achieve okay. if you're able to do that you have a blueprint you'll be able to work with it and deliver yeah. okay what should artists also consider when selecting a manager for themselves select somebody that you are connected with okay. spiritually emotionally the reason I'm saying this is people can go study what the role of an artist manager from somebody human or from a school like yeah human resource so basically that's that's why you should be connected pick somebody that you really trust trust is really important because there are some there are times where you have some challenges that you even have to deal with without the artist knowing and that is what real managers do they handle the issue before they come to the artist and say let's do this let's do this this is the, this thing is wrong this is how it's supposed to go we have this limited resource but this is what i want us to do you understand because the artist will see you as a brother a father or like you get it because you are managing the whole personality you get it so these are the things the artist should consider if you are not connected with then don't if you have an artist manager who like unnecessary expenditures and all this one then you should know that he is killing you yeah sure so that's it and an artist manager who cannot tell you in the face that you are wrong this is how you're supposed to do it it's wrong it's not a good manager oh it's just like a father or a mother at home who cannot correct a child they will always go wayward okay spare the rod spoil the child well that in africa same thing elsewhere because we've seen a lot of big brands not able to stand till now because of failure of these things you okay. see certain things we practice in africa and we feel is wrong 
actually right it's truly the way to go sure spare the rod you spoil the, the child. child that's why you'll be fooling and your parents will give you one heavy at the back <laughs> and your adrenaline will start i've not had that before you've not had that before no you receive one soon <laughs> so spare the road and spoil the child thank you Jonila. you can always keep watching and listening to us on Jonila.net and youtube.com slash Jonila online my name is Ahwifa mimi can Welcome to another edition of Digital Music Education Series, DME Series, live on Jonila.net and YouTube.com slash Jonila online. Follow us on Facebook, Jonila.net, IG, and Twitter is Jonila.net. And please kindly listen, subscribe, share, like, and leave your comments below on YouTube and any other platform. We're talking about how to build a fan base for your music. My name is Ahwefa Mimi. Jonila? Yes, I'm here. Everything all right, you know? (laughs) COVID-19 season and and everybody locked down. Yeah. You can't even get to watch it to eat. Of course. Well, it's good, it's good, it's good. Mm. You have (laughs) enough time to, all right. To work some things indoors. Yes, yes, necessary. Yeah. So, um, how important is fan base to a musician? Yes, so fan base is actually your market, the people who purchase your product from your music to your events to your merchandise. Your merchandise could be t shirts, could be sneakers, okay. uh, any other thing apart from music that you put out there. Okay. You understand? So, uh, they are very important and the good thing is if you have them across various jurisdiction i mean maybe various regions various province various territories countries continents then boom yeah good to go okay so um which areas Mm. are the most important Mm. to consider when you are building a fan base all right so you should consider um an area where mm-hmm. your music can stay and evolve what i mean is when building a fan base you should target um the young generation okay because they grow to become people who believe in your music mm-hmm. they know your history so it is important to target your fan base you know i mean the, the young age so yeah. you, you should have a certain music that resonates it means that even when p- putting a song out there you should be able to bring out content that will match up to their level of understanding right you understand mm-hmm. then secondly you should also have you should also target um the active fan base that can you know pay for your event okay i mentioned the young generation they will enjoy your music they will promote your music but for one or two reasons because they are not they are not the working population they will not be able to patronize your concert so you should do make that conscious effort to target audience that can also purchase your music i mean in the form of events purchasing your songs or the digital platforms and everything then one important area to also target is the corporate organization because you need these people no matter what either the industry i mean the people in the industry and and businesses 
you understand so it means that on all levels you should cut across at least three categories you understand mm-hmm. those who push your music those who pay for your music and those who hold you on a business level if you're able to do this as, as an artist you stand the test of time okay so um what should artists do to keep growing their fan base communication is the backbone of every business so i think it is only right to always be in touch with them either on social media or making that conscious conscious effort to call them on phone if if the need arise okay if you have to organize a community level fan base where monthly you visit them it still makes sense you can okay. organize fan base in various territories no matter what if you are really working well your events your shows your up and down your radio tours your whatever tours will mm-hmm. surely take you to those areas you okay. don't need to like visit them regularly mm-hmm. once in a while yeah. maybe you know then you have that physical contact but email is there you have dms and all other forms of ways of contacting these people yeah yeah so this should be the conscious effort artists should make to to help grow an active fan base okay what should fans also do because we've been focusing on the artists 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 exactly what should fans also do to support these artists to grow yeah as as an active market behind an artist or a musician in general Mm -hmm. i feel what you can also do is to be a, 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 that element of propagation like be a good crusader for the artist okay. be a promoter that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to say yeah. just pick your artists and promote your artist among your people your neighborhood let them know you for that artist let them know you are a fan of this artist let them know you stand for this let them know you represent this let them know if you're able to do that you have fun mm. and also if you can pay for concerts attend concerts like encourage somebody to attend a concert with you push somebody to do something extraordinary as a way of supporting that artist then you're good to go mm. so what can artists also do yeah. to add value to their fan base okay to add value to your fan base be selective when it comes to like as i mentioned from the start not everybody should be a fan mm. so what you can also do is when you have a unique number beyond them supporting your music create a business within your fan base okay. you understand you can even run your fan base as an institution that internally they can you know generate fans to support themselves mm. if they see that sense of belongingness if they see that love trust me like they will keep spreading they'll keep building bigger network to keep forming bigger channels on your behalf you don't need to tell them you want to do this be that artist who listen to your fan base be the artist who take you know criticisms from them listen to them but don't always listen to your fan base listen but don't listen too much because fans can sometimes mislead you because they will love to please themselves by the end of the day, you should have a bigger direction that you want to move towards. If you're able to do this, trust me, you go far with your music. But do we have some um, African artists doing this? Yes, I feel. I feel for me, Yumi Aladis is one good artist with a solid fan base. You wouldn't see them out there in 
the open but the numbers on her social media should tell you she has a, a huge fan base wow. we have diamond platinum doing so well we have shatter movement in ghana we have sack nation beam nation we have we have malians doing so well in nigeria yeah. obio has a huge number like they are doing so well but if they can add all these tips that we share on dme i think they'll go along wow thank you so much for passing through today and thank you too for listening you live on junila.net and youtube.com slash junila online follow us on facebook junila.net ig and twitter is junila.net and please kindly subscribe to our youtube channel hi it's the dme series here again that's digital music education you can follow us on facebook it's junila.net on facebook and instagram is junila.net yeah you're listening to us live on junila.net and youtube.com slash junila online kindly listen subscribe comment like and share our audios today we're talking about the artist and the record label junila is here sure i'm here i'm okay yourself okay yeah social distancing yeah very okay okay do i look hyper no you're okay do i look tall like my eyes you look okay i look okay all right i hope you're washing your hands but you know i've been washing my hands like almost every second every like more than 50 times a day oh Ah, anyway corona yeah corona will go soon yeah we hope so yeah so do artists necessarily need um record labels a record label um is more of a necessary evil in the sense that you can't ignore what they do because they play um, an essential role in 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 that let me use the word value chain when it comes to music marketing because they provide the artists with all the basic stuff that the artists need but the question is is record labels still relevant 10 years ago they used to be relevant they're still relevant because artists still need people to finance their works artists still need business managers artist managers road managers who can keep stuff running for them artists need people to plug their music on radio artists need people to work with all the booking sorry we don't have booking agencies in ghana but event organizers in ghana that can really keep them on the run in terms of events you understand so yes these are the roles that record labels play everybody has a role there's a good level of separation of power where there is no interference everybody work as a network to help that single individual or that duo or that group to run as a music uh, um, a musician you get it but things are changing so fast we have computers doing what many people are supposed to be doing so these days people are not really patronizing the record label structure now what we have is the artist management team structure which is more of you an artist um, road manager probably one or two people that can really be on the run you understand people that you truly trust people you you, you know can be on the road exactly so that's it because talking about the record label structure uh, it's expensive to run because if you look at the various streams of income that our artists depend on these days even though here like resources still coming or the revenue are still coming from these channels but still not enough to pay everybody across board 
somebody will feel cheated because he feels like i'm not getting paid on my salary delay or whatever because the money doesn't come like that so if you have two or three people around you that can keep things running you are good to go as an artist okay. yes and i think all in africa we have all, all the big names we have in africa are running as independent artists from the likes of diamond platinum all the names that comes into mind are running as as independent artists okay so um what happens when an artist gets signed to a record label because we've been hearing so many stories um going around yeah when when you sign onto a record label it means that you first usually there is an upfront that they pay these artists as in cash to do certain things that um, they need to do like welfare and all these ones. Buy cars. And yes, they, yes, they give them cars, they give them houses and okay. things like that. So it keeps them running. Okay. But it's something that they're supposed to go. They'll pay back when they start cashing out. Oh really? Yes, of course. They'll like pay? it's a percentage. It's like they are loaning you or whatever they call it. More like it, investing. It. Exactly. You get okay. it. So there'll be deduction based on percentage. That before, so that's why it's good to read a contract or actually have a contract before you go into like. Or get a lawyer to interpret. Of course, to sign a record deal, you need lawyers to sit down to review the contracts before you pen your signature. Whoa. You understand? Uh huh. And and you have people working for you. Mm-hmm. You get it. So record labels like they play a very vital role but because of how slow resource keeps coming in from like whatever people do to get their money from music i mean events endorsements streams and all this one it's not as fast as it used to be Mm -hmm. people are limiting the number of workforce yeah sure you get it as i said earlier so basically yeah so now let's talk about the profit who makes the most profit who makes the most money of course the investor makes a lot of money um like record label owner but again artists also make money because and they make money forever because depending on the percentage anyway it's either 70 30 or 60 40 mostly um yes let's say first 10 years the artist might not be benefiting like huge cash because the investor needs to recoup his investment. Sure. But going for the artist make a lot of money because the song belongs to you. But again, it also depends on the contract because it's not every contract that says the song belongs to you. There are some contracts that actually put a ban on how long you can use a song. Yeah. You get it. So you have to really understand the contract you're going to sign. Otherwise, you might be pegging yourself somewhere. Thank you so much, but we'll be back for the artist and the record label, Definitely. the second edition of right, it, which right. would um, bring m- more like, light. Updated version. Yeah. Version 3.4. What really goes into being signed yes. and some of the challenges and some of the things that you should actually take note of before in you sign contracts. a contract. Yeah. Uh, yes, we definitely touch on that, but I feel the problems we have is there's a saying that if you want to hide something from i don't want to say if you want to hide something from people mm-hmm. just put in a book because exactly. everybody feels lazy to read that's we what we look Africans, at we don't like well reading. i don't want to say that i don't want us to say but well, we have people who don't also read well i read i'm an african so there you go <laughs> <laughs>
All right, thank you so much, and that's Junila. Um, you are listening to Digital Music Education Series, that DME series for short. Follow us on Facebook, Junila.net, Instagram, and Twitter is Junila.net. My name is Ahwefa Mi.